Welcome to the Sadler Lectures podcast. Responding to popular demand, I'm converting my philosophy videos into sound files you can listen to anywhere you can take an MP3. If you like what you hear and want to support my work, go to patreon.com sadler. I hope you enjoy this lecture. In Monologia in chapter 8, St. Anselm is going to discuss a doctrine which is coming from Christian thought in philosophical terms, particularly in terms of metaphysics, in terms of causality, where things came from. And, and he's really grappling with one of the great metaphysical questions, where did things come from? And the answer is, in part at least, from nothing. Now, there is a being from which these things are going to derive. If you read through the previous chapters, Anselm is talking about a supreme being, which is the apex, you might say, being. And he has asserted in chapter 7 that the supreme being creates all things from nothing. As a matter of fact, he's got a beautiful passage here. After he discusses matter, the question is, well, where does the matter come from? So we're going to put that aside. He says, there is undoubtedly nothing more evident than this. The supreme essence alone through itself produced so great a mass of things, so numerous a multitude, so beautifully formed, so orderly in its variety, so fitting in its diversity from nothing. So the, the idea is that the supreme essence, so we you call that God, is creating the totality of things, not just first, like, you know, making, imagine that matter is a bunch of, you know, Legos or bricks blocks or, you know, Lincoln Logs, whatever you like, or Tinker Toys, and making all that stuff and then forming everything else, but rather, in some sense, the totality is being created. Now, there's a very complex metaphysics there that we can't go into great detail about at this point without going way beyond the boundaries of this particular video, but... Suffice it to say, that's what Anselm is interested in, in investigating, in understanding, in talking about this doctrine of creation or making of beings ex nihilo out of nothing, from nothing. So, he starts out by reaffirming this, and then he says, all right, how does this actually make sense? How does the supreme being create things out of nothing. He says, what a thing is made, what, whatever a thing is made from is a cause of the thing that is made from it. And necessarily every cause contributes some help towards the existence of the effect. Now, why is that a problem? Or why is that a puzzle? If we're saying that we're creating things from nothing, then it looks like nothing in a certain sense is a cause for the effect of created things. So we have to investigate what do we mean by nothing. And here is where Anselm does some pretty interesting discussion. Now, his conception of nothing is not exactly the same as every other person who's, who's talked about nothing. So no sense leaving comments, you know, merely telling me about somebody else's conception of nothing. Let's see what Anselm himself has to say. He says, nothing either signifies something or it does not signify anything. 
Now, can it be something? Can nothing be a kind of something? He says, if nothing is something, whatever is made from nothing was made from something. So that doesn't get us anywhere. We already understand how things are made from something. On the other hand, if nothing is not anything, then since it's inconceivable that something is made from what does not exist at all, nothing is made from nothing, as the saying goes. So it seems to follow that whatever exists was in fact made from something, since it was either made from something or from nothing. And we just saw there's a branching off for nothing. So he says, therefore, whether nothing is something or is not something, it seems to follow whatever is made is made from something. But if we accept that, that contradicts what we started with. So we want to figure out then, is there some way that we can conceptualize what nothing is and what making something from nothing is so that this will actually make sense. So it's not the supreme being actually creating things from something, say from matter that pre-exists or any of these other cosmological explanations that, that were around at the time. So Anselm says, and this is very typical Anselm, making a distinction between several different senses of an expression. He says there's three senses of this phrase or expression made from nothing. Ex nihilo factum. So one of these is that uh, a thing has not been made at all. He says, one way is that we mean what is said to have been made from nothing hasn't been made at all. It, it's like a case, here he gives some examples, in which a person is asked, what are they thinking about? Because they're not saying anything. And they say, I'm, nothing, I'm thinking about nothing. What do they mean? I'm not thinking about anything. There's nothing, there's no thing, no something that I haven't thought. I'm not actually thinking, period. So he says, in this sense, if someone were to ask about the supreme essence himself or something that did not and does not exist at all, what has it been made from? One could, in fact, correctly answer, from nothing. That is, it was not made at all. So that applies to nothing itself. Nothing hasn't been made. There's no making of nothing, right? I suppose you can make something into nothing, but that's not the same thing as making nothing. And the supreme being has not been made at all either. The supreme being just is the supreme being, and it's what everything else gets, gets made from as a causal thing. So that's not the sense that we're looking at in terms of saying that the, the supreme being creates all things from nothing, but it's an interesting sense. What about this second idea? A thing is made from nothing as if nothing actually is something. Well, that was what we were talking about just a bit before. So he says, if something is said to have been made from nothing in the sense that it was made from nothing itself, that is, from what does not at all exist, as if nothing itself were some existing thing from which something could be made. Anselm says that's absurd. There's an inherent contradiction or absurdity into that, and it's not going to work. So what's the third option? Here's where he has a particularly interesting way of thinking about things. The thing is indeed made. This is going to be integral to Anselm's metaphysics. The thing is made, but there is not anything from which it is made. So he says, it seems we use a similar meaning when we say that someone who is upset for no reason is upset about nothing. And notice, there is a difference there between the example that he gave of, what are you thinking of? I'm thinking about nothing, and being upset about nothing. 
He says, if we understand our earlier conclusion in this sense that all existing things other than the supreme essence were made by him from nothing, that is, they were not made from anything, there isn't anything from which they were made, in the sense of being given their full being, he says, nothing illogical will follow from that. So that is the one, that is the explanation that we want to pick. When God, or the supreme essence, the supreme being, whatever you want to call it, creates everything from nothing, God, or the supreme being, simply creates. There isn't any pre-existing, shaping Play-Doh, metaphysical clay or anything like that from which the stuff has to be made. Because remember, God makes the matter as well. The matter that everything else is made of. Yeah, itself has an outmoded natural science, which we don't have to worry about. But it, this is still work in the present day. Now, he says something after that, that this is this final point, and that can be rather confusing. So the goal of these is to try to make these very interesting philosophical passages a little bit less obscure. This is one of those things where if you haven't been reading Anselm for a while, you might not exactly understand what he's getting at. So he says, It would be logical and free from absurdity to say that the things that were made by the creating substance were made from nothing in the sense, so he's making a comparison here, in which we often say that someone has come from poverty to wealth or from sickness to health. That is, he who once was poor is now rich, which he was not before, and he who once was sick is now healthy, which he was not before. Now, is this a perfect analogy? No. Why? Because you can say, well, what we're talking about here is not, you know, being a being who is sick and being a being who is healthy or poor and then rich, but rather whether you exist at all. And so it seems like there might be a big divide between those. Anselm thinks of sickness or poverty or other terms like this, like blindness, as privations. They're not the same thing as nothing, but you might say they're approaching nothing, depending on how far along they go. So when the Supreme Being creates from nothing, he is taking things from non-being into being. And you might say, well, that presents a problem. How does he know what he's actually taking from non-being? We're going to talk about that in the next video because it's discussed in the next couple chapters. Here's where it's really important. He says, if it's said that the creating essence made all things from nothing or that all things were made by him from nothing, these statements can be understood in this sense, that the things that once were nothing are something. The expression, he made them, or they were made, is understood to mean, this is very important, that when he made them, he made something. He didn't just take nothing and turn nothing into some other kind of nothing. He makes determinate beings that actually are something, and they are what they are, not some other being. So he says, when we see someone who some man is raised from a very lowly state or great riches or honors, we say, look, that man made him from nothing, or he was made from nothing by that man. That is, he who once was regarded as nothing is now thought to be truly something because a man has made him so. Now, Anselm is not saying that there's a strict equality here, that this is exactly the same thing, but he, he does think that that analogy can help us wrap our heads around what it means for the creative divine supreme being making things out of nothing, ex nihilo.
Special thanks to all of my Patreon supporters for making this podcast possible. You can find me on Twitter at Philosopher70, on YouTube at the Gregory B. Sadler channel, and on Facebook on the Gregory B. Sadler page. Once again, to support my work, go to patreon.com Sadler. Above all, keep studying these great philosophical works.